R. Kelly appeared to be on the tape, but not in concert. Instead, he was sexually abusing underage African-American girls. He was telling them what to do and what to say, and it appeared that he was in control of the camera. In addition, he was engaging with these children in sexual abusive acts. That is the voice of Gary Dennis, who is represented by Gloria Allred at a press conference held by Gloria Allred, who joins us on the show right now. She is a prominent civil rights and women's rights attorney. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's a pleasure. So we know that R. Kelly is uh, up on charges right now. He's facing charges in Chicago in connection with three girls and one woman. Prosecutors say they have video of Kelly sexually abusing one of the girls. Gary Dennis, your client, says he came across this tape in his collection of sports tapes. He was just cleaning it out. It's a VHS tape. He's turned it over to the police. Uh, Have you seen this tape? Uh, I have no comment on whether I've seen it, but law enforcement has it. Okay. And uh, Mr. Dennis and also his wife, Sally, have viewed the tape. And are the, do we know from law enforcement at all if, these are, if the woman on the tape or the girls on the tape, uh, I guess I should go back and ask you what's on the tape exactly to your, the best of your knowledge, but if this is in connection with the charges he's facing right now? Uh, well, we have not turned it over to uh, the Cook County, that is the Chicago uh, law enforcement uh, investigators who are investigating the case. There is a, a criminal case uh, pending against him in Chicago where charges are filed uh, in reference to three minors, underage girls, in other words, uh, under the age of 18, and one adult. Uh, we have uh, provided it to the United States Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of New York. So there are no charges filed there yet or anywhere else other than Chicago. However, there are many investigations going on, criminal investigations, uh, in many law enforcement uh, jurisdictions all over the United States. Gloria, how, how uh, what does the, the tape actually show? I mean, without getting graphic, how many girls are involved? And they're apparently quite young. Uh, it's more than one. Uh, and according to uh, Mr. Dennis, my client, uh, uh, and his wife, the reason that they uh, believe that these are minors on the tape is that the girls are not uh, very well developed. And R. Kelly seems to be, uh, it seems to be, it looks like R. Kelly in the tape with him directing the girls on what to do. Is that correct? That's what he alleges, that they are uh, being directed uh, and doing and saying what Mr. Kelly, uh, according to them, it does appear to be Mr. Kelly, uh, what he tells them to do, that they allege that he is the one that appears to be controlling the camera as well. This isn't the first time that R. Kelly has faced charges like this. He was acquitted of child porn charges in 2008 related to tapes that prosecutors say show him having sex with a young girl uh, as young as 13. And this Lifetime series, Surviving R. Kelly, it's a six-part series, brought uh, R. Kelly back into the spotlight here and brought forth a lot of victims that say they were abused by R. Kelly. Funnily enough, Gloria, you'll not believe this, I actually binged it last night and then Chris said... Hey, we've got Gloria on the show tomorrow. So I know that in the 90s, 
uh, videotapes were circulating around Chicago that were bootlegged and you could buy them on the street. This video, it's a VHS copy. Is this kind of from that same era? Do you know from your client? It is from the 90s. But, uh, you know, we from what has been reported about what other tapes were turned over to law enforcement from the description of what was on those tapes, uh, we have reason to believe that this is not the same tape uh, that uh, has previously been turned over to law enforcement in Chicago. But, you know, uh, what I do want to say is that, look, although we're not going to describe the specific abusive acts, and by the way, I don't call this a sex tape, I call this a sexually abusive tape, yeah. uh, but it, we do believe that the specifics should only be discussed or described to law enforcement and in a court of law, but it's fair to say that no child should ever be subjected to the kind of abuse and degrading sexually predatory misconduct depicted on the tape. And, you know, this is not just child sexual abuse, which would be bad enough, but it's also child pornography. And, and no child can legally consent to sexual abuse. And any adult who sexually abuses them and records the abuse is guilty of a number of crimes. And so what, the reason we did this publicly on Sunday is because we want the public to know that if they possess any other tape, that they need to either contact me or law enforcement. And they should not tamper with, they should not destroy, they should not sell or circulate any tape because they should do what Gary and Sally were wise enough to do. And, and it is a crime to possess or distribute child pornography. And, uh, but if they contact me, because I'm an attorney, they can speak with me confidentially, and I can help them to turn over the tape to law enforcement, and they, do, and they won't have to be concerned uh, you know, about being exposed to criminal liability, because this is important evidence. And yes, you're right that there had been a previous trial many years ago of Mr. Kelly that involved only one tape. But the reason that uh, I believe that he was acquitted by the jury is Mr. Kelly at that time denied he was the person on the tape, and the person who was alleged to be the victim on the tape declined to testify. This is a completely different situation. Now there are a number of tapes. Now there are a number of alleged victims. And now, apparently, uh, many of the alleged victims are willing to testify. That makes it very different. And also, there are all these law enforcement investigations all over the country. So no matter what happens in Chicago, whether he is convicted, whether he is acquitted, he may face other charges from other jurisdictions. And so, uh, you know, I'll just say I think he's in a world of trouble. Gloria, you've done a lot of work on uh, high-profile cases, and you've worked with a lot of victims over the years. Do you think that the fact that Bill Cosby has been brought to justice is encouraging people to come out and finally, you know, say, you know, I've been victimized by R. Kelly, or here's a tape, and this is absolutely wrong? Yes, actually, uh, I I have a documentary, too, on Netflix. I've seen it. I watched it on Friday. It's amazing. Oh, thank you. Called Seeing All Red. And there you see many of the accusers of Bill Cosby speaking out. And that was very important uh, because ultimately a lot of people said, oh, he could never be prosecuted. Nothing will ever happen to him. Ultimately, he was prosecuted. And thank goodness for, you know, the wonderful courage of Andrea Constant mm-hmm. uh, from Canada 
and all these other accusers who were willing to testify, many of whom did testify, and many of whom were my clients. So this is very similar here. I do agree. This is, uh, you know, the age of empowerment of women. They are refusing to suffer in silence as far as they are concerned. They're going to step up and tell their truth, and they're going to find the courage to do that. And it is the reckoning, and it's time for accountability for anyone who is alleged to have been a sexual predator and hurt women. We're speaking with Gloria Allred. Uh, Gloria, we just mentioned two documentaries. You know, one is the Sur- Surviving R. Kelly. The other is Seeing Allred. It's a fantastic documentary. You're also featured in another documentary, Finding Neverland, that talks about Wade Robson and James Safecheck. They go through how they were victimized by Michael Jackson. Um, now we're hearing that actually people are coming out supporting Michael Jackson, you know, as as a survivor of sex assault yourself and representing so many victims, how does this make you feel on a human level? Well, look, we're in what I call the, you know, the cult of celebrity. There are many people who support celebrities because they love their music. And even my client, Gary uh, Dennis, said that, you know, he was heartbroken uh, because he loved the music of R. Kelly. And and then he says, but, you know, to see him do what he believes he is seeing him do or did see him do on the tape is very, very disturbing. And so, yeah, many people, they just have this kind of reaction right away um, that their celebrity is the person they see on the stage or that they've heard in their homes in concert, um, you know, the, enjoying their music. But many celebrities lead these double lives and that nobody's above the law. Celebrities don't have a license to hurt anyone. I'm not any more than anybody else does. And I'm not saying that the two uh, accusers on the HBO Finding Neverland documentary are telling the truth or not, but I will say this, that Michael Jackson does fit the profile of a sexual predator, and these accusers fit the profile of victims. You, talk, you can see everybody can decide. It's a court of public opinion. It is the Wild West, I call it. Mm-hmm. And everybody can reach their own judgment about who's telling the truth here. But, I mean, what man, adult man, sleeps in a bed with unrelated children, young children? Who does that? Um, and, you know, gives them gifts, uh, uh, economic incentives. Of course, any child is going to love special attention paid to that child by an adult. That's, that's nothing new. But, you know, isolating children from their parents um, and any attempt to manipulate them, any attempt to, to tell them they must not tell anybody to keep a secret if they do that. It, it's, it's, this is very dangerous. And, and I represent a lot of victims, adult victims of child sexual abuse, and children who are victims of child sexual abuse. I do so now, even where they're not celebrities, Mm -hmm. because it's really about power. The person in power taking advantage of a person who is not in power and invulnerable, and that person is called a child. And we have to look at the facts, even though they make us uncomfortable, and we have to, you know, see that justice is done. And that's what courts are there to do. And I think that R. Kelly is going to find that uh, being a celebrity is not going to protect him in this case from the facts. The facts are going to be what the facts are, and, uh, and then the jury gets to decide. Do you foresee him being brought to justice? I do. Now, ordinarily, you know, I don't like to make predictions, but 
there are so many criminal investigations going on that ultimately I do think all of the truth will come out, and uh, I don't think that uh, Mr. Kelly's version of the truth, his, his allegations that all of the women are lying, uh, you know, I think that, that interview with him on CBS was, uh, was, was hurtful to him, and his publicist trying to say that this helps him. Uh, his publicist may be one of only a very couple, few people tiny, tiny circle, who think that that uh, interview on CBS was helpful to R. Kelly. Here you see on that interview a man who appears to be out of control. Uh, talk about anger management issues. I mean, many of the accusers have said they were in fear of Mr. Kelly. When you see him ranting and raging uh, on that interview, you can see why young girls might have been in fear because he seems like a hair-trigger, uh, you know, a person who in any moment might suddenly change and, and start, you know, doing something that and saying something that could be very intimidating to young girls. So this is a, you know, I, I, I think that the, it's absurd to think that that helped him, and I think that some of what he said there might be used against him in the uh, pending criminal case in Chicago. Gloria, I want to thank you for your time. Very generous with us today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a good afternoon. That, that is Gloria Allred. She is a prominent civil rights and women's rights attorney. You have to see Seeing Allred on Netflix. It's a fantastic documentary.